You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. All right, guys, welcome to solo episode one of season nine. I like had to like think about that for a second. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's our first one. So I'm so excited to be doing this. I feel like we've already covered so much ground this season so far. So I was kind of having a bit of a challenge deciding what topic to pick and focus on a little bit more deeply. But I decided that I really wanted to talk about the differences between scaling and selling one-on-one services versus a larger group offer, because I feel like this is a really important level set for what we're probably going to explore for much of the rest of the season. And I think it's a really, really important thing to ground into strategically at this point, because I think that number one, it will help you to really like level set what you maybe need in this season. And then also what you might want to take away from the podcast moving forward, because there are different ways to go about it and different strategies depending on what your focus is. And I think that that doesn't always get talked about enough. And so I really wanted to to bring that forward in this episode so that we can really go into the differences, the strategy behind them, and kind of see where Robin's coming from to where she's going, right? I think what's become really apparent is that, you know, Robin is kind of needing to revisit everything, her offers, her desires, her identity, her marketing plan as she makes this shift. And I think that that's relevant. Like, I think that as we make a shift from really being one-on-one focused to scaling a larger group offer, those things all come up. So I want to talk about that because I feel like most of the time in the coaching industry, we act like they're exactly the same and I don't think they are. So we're going to talk about the differences and how that's showing up for Robin. And again, I really want this to be a helpful level set on what we're doing and why we're doing it this season as we move forward, but also to remind you what might be required of you based on where you're at as well. So hopefully we will get to all of that and it will be super helpful. So the first thing I want to talk about is in terms of one-on-one versus large group, picking a specific focus, right? I think you're hearing that come up with Robin and I quite a bit here where it's like, for me, my focus has always been mindset, strategy, and execution, right? And, you know, I think having that specific way of describing my services, having a framework behind it, all of that has been helpful. But for the most part, that's actually quite broad, right? (laughs) Like that's like everything in business kind of falls under that umbrella in a sense. And that works for me because of the fact that I focus on -on one-on-one. If I was going to really scale a much larger group offer, I believe that I would be well-served by getting much more specific. And actually, to me, that's why Datable and Measure and Maximize our program over there works in the way it does because it is so specific and so targeted. And so that's why we're able to kind of grow that in a totally different way. If that was just generic, hey, we'll just help you like maximize results in your business. I don't think it would have grown in the way that it has in the last year. So 
Yes, it's helpful as a one-on-one coach to have a focus and a result. Certainly, like I definitely have a specific result I speak to and I definitely have a focus and a framework. Like I think we want those thought leadership pieces for sure. But in terms of like the really specific focus, I don't think it's required quite as much to be perfectly honest. And I think that that can be really confusing sometimes for people because they've had success as a one-on-one coach without having to get super narrowed in. And then as they want to pick and scale a singular offer, it can be really challenging because they're like, well, I've never had to do this. Why do I have to do this here? And the truth is that that's typically what is going to serve you best in scaling. And you know, I probably should have level set this earlier, but the thing I want to say here is like, I'm talking best practices and generalization, right? Like I'm not saying no one has ever scaled a generalized group program. That's not what I'm saying at all in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm not saying you can't. Like everyone gets to do that, right? But I'm saying in terms of like overall industry best practices, that's what we're talking about here. So the specific focus thing is a big one. So as we transition from, you know, maybe a one-on-one focus to a like single funnel, single offer, scalable program. Yeah. Like specific focus really does matter. And so I say specific focus because sometimes it depends on what that is. Like maybe it's like a really, really specific type of person you serve, or maybe it's a really, really specific result you give them, like measure and maximize as the example. Like we don't really have a super specific avatar at all. Like we have eight-figure business owners in there, and we have brand new business owners in there. Like the avatar is pretty nonspecific because it actually serves all levels. But what we have is a very, very, very specific result. Like we're going to help you build these four dashboards and use data in your business. Like it's so, so, so targeted. So it doesn't have to be about like, oh, there's always one specific client you're serving, or there's always one specific outcome. Usually one or the other kind of works, but the specific focus is what is going to help you scale and get kind of that reach faster as well. Like, oh, you're getting known for this thing and that spreads. Like I've really seen that with what we've been able to do at Datable is like the amount of people that have reached out to me, asked me to be a guest expert, asked me to come and talk about data for their students, their clients is so different in like the first year of a business compared to what was happening to me in my first year of business at a lit up life, right? Just because it's so clear and obvious and it's something not a lot of other people are talking about. So someone can hear about it once and just be like, oh yeah, I want you to come speak on that, you know, where that just wasn't the experience I was having in the first year at a lit up life. So that is a big difference. Again, I'm not saying that it would never help you to pick a focus as a one-on-one coach. I've had that and it's helped certainly, but it's not required for growth in the same way. And I think it's really helpful to see that. And I think you'll really see us looking at Robin's specific focus much more deeply than she's ever had to in her business. And so if you're kind of making that same transition and feeling challenged by that, like it, it can be a challenging piece, especially if you're like, but I've never had to do that, you know? So just wanting to really name the difference there around focus because I think it's really important. The next piece is building relationships. Like I think the way that we do that is similar but quite different. So in one-on-one services, right, like the depth of the relationship you can build with your potential client before they buy from you is really important. Like they're hiring you to like work one-on-one with you, work very deeply with you, feel that connection. So a lot of the ways you can go about building those relationships with like personal outreach, lots of personal DMs, all of that kind of stuff 
totally starts to shift when you get into a larger group offer. At the beginning of a larger group offer, you can for sure still do those things or depending on how big your offer is. You know, like if you're just doing like a 10-person mastermind, of course you can still kind of maintain like that level of personalization, getting on calls with people, being in DMs, all of that kind of stuff. But if you're talking about what Robin is really desiring here, which is like an unlimited number of people in an offer, there comes a time where that can't be all you or the way you build relationships. Like I have a client who has a seven-figure business off of a $1,400 course, $1,500 course, right? She can't build relationships in that way anymore. She can answer DMs and stuff sometimes, right? But she has a team now that supports her with that. She has to find other ways to create those connection points and relationships that are more like large scale or macro instead of the micro of like having those personal conversations. And so just kind of noting like, yes, relationships are always going to matter. They're always going to be your foundation, whether you're you know, selling thousands of spots in a course or three spots in one-on-one relationships are still it. But how you go about building them is going to be pretty different. And kind of what's required to build them is going to be pretty different. So, you know, the amount of relationship, quote unquote, I might need to feel with someone before I hire them one-on-one versus the amount of relationship I might need to feel with someone before I hire them for a $1,500 program is different, right? Or it can be different. And so what we ultimately want to do is figure out what helps us connect with our audience. Like what, you know, what are those kind of like core pieces of connection that we have with our people that we've learned through building those personal relationships? And then how do we scale that really, right? How do we make that reach more people without having it be all one-on-one, you know? So like the client that I was talking about that's done this with a course, right? She has like a really, really strong, it's the word I want to use here. (laughs) There's a word I'm missing here, but it's like she has a small paid training, right? So we get people into the small paid training. They get really warmed up to her in that she knows her people so well. So in that training, she goes through so many of the things that just make them feel so seen, so heard, so close to her, so connected to her. And then like there's a sale, sales sequence off that, they purchase, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So she's learned her people really well and then put it into this kind of entry point offer, which also could be a free offer to build relationships in a different way. So that's still the core, but the way we're going to manage that and do that will look different. And obviously I'm talking about the extreme ends where like you're either only building one-on-one relationships or like you're only at scale. And like the truth is most of us are going to operate somewhere in between, right? Like our content is going to build relationships for us and we're still going to have some of those personal conversations, do some of that personal outreach. But I say that to say that this is going to be a transition for Robin and and like a pretty important one too, because she's so used to that in-depth relationship building. And some of that does have to transition if we're looking to, you know, move toward a larger offer in a different way. And so I think it's important to say that because When you hear people talk about this, it's really important that you're paying attention to what stage of your business that makes sense for, right? Because I'll talk about, you know, like, go get on calls, go talk to people, go do this. Well, that makes sense if you're at a certain stage of your business. The client that I'm talking about who has like 
you know, thousands of students at this point, of course, she's like, well, that doesn't make sense for me right now. So we have to be really aware of like what makes sense for us at what stage of our business, but also be really aware of not trying to be further than we are. And I don't mean like don't plan for the business you want, but I do mean like, you know, I think a lot of people want to build relationships as though they already have you know, the thousands of students in a course by it just being through their content or just through an intro offer. And the truth is most of the people that are doing that really well started by going deep with their people first so they could understand them well enough that they can now do that at scale. So there's no right or wrong here and we don't need to rush anything, but just know like the trajectory of how you're building relationships and how you're kind of making those sales will evolve and will change. And like, One of the biggest gifts you can give yourself is the chance to actually be in every stage of that, you know, not try to skip the stage where you're going deep one-on-one. Like the reason Robin's at a point where she can take this further is because she knows her people like so, so well and so deeply that it's going to be easier to build relationships on a broader scale than it would be for someone who was trying to skip that step. Amazing. So the next thing I want to talk about is how the difference in how you might market yourself or not having to market yourself as fully. That definitely came up with Robin and I. Like as a one-on-one coach, she's gotten to do a lot of the, I don't have to market myself so much. Like I'll just, you know, let the client results speak for themselves and that will do the job I need it to do. Again, that works to a point. Like, yes, there's so much truth and like get your clients great results and let that speak for itself. And that usually is working best for people that are following you and building that deeper relationship. You know, when you're trying to convert someone into a program quite quickly, that doesn't work as well. We have to make it more obvious for them. Like, yes, we want the results to be part of that, but we also have to be willing to speak for ourselves, you know, not just let the results speak for us. And so that really, really changes as you're moving into trying to get bigger reach, trying to get people into a program to learn from you, you really have to position yourself as an expert in a new way, be willing to fully step into that and be willing to go there on marketing yourself. And I'm not saying you have to do that in a shitty way. Like I know that that's always what comes up of like, oh my God, I don't want to just like brag on how awesome I am all day. And like, fair, I get it. And like, you do have to tell people why you're awesome (laughs) for them to see why they might want to take that step, you know? And so I think that's a big transition that people often go through in terms of the shift between being like, oh, I don't really have to like do all of that to, oh, now it's kind of a a non-negotiable for me to do all of that, right? So I think you're really going to see Robin kind of have to stretch her edges around that. You know, the people that you see that are selling large group programs, large courses successfully in our space are willing to toot their own horn. Like we do not have to think of that as bad, like being willing to show up, own your expertise, own your thought leadership, say why you're awesome. Like that is all good. You need to be able to back it up. I think that's where people um, typically actually get pissed off in our industry. It's not that someone's tooting their own horn. It's that they're not backing it up with substance on the back end. So like, yes, of course, that's like massively important, but being willing to go there and be an advocate for yourself and your program in that way is so, so crucial. You know, I can talk about myself in this way too. Like the ease I have in selling one-on-one because I have client results 
that are amazing is high, right? Like I don't have to do a lot to market myself there as a one-on-one coach in um, Measure and Maximize with Datable. Like it's totally different. Like we have to be willing to be like, we are the best at this. We are like so amazing. I get to hide a little bit in that because I also get to talk about why Jen's so amazing because she is. But like truly that is different. Like I have to talk about Measure and Maximize in such a precise and different way than I've ever had to talk about one-on-one coaching at a lit up life. And I think it's just worth noting that and naming that. And again, worth seeing like, oh yeah, that's true. Like the people that I'm probably looking up to from a core sales perspective or large group program, scalable program in that way are just going there in a way that I'm probably not with their marketing content, all of that. And again, there's a way to do that in integrity, but to also not expect your people to connect so many dots. Like oh, Robin's really great because she helped this person get this result. And so that makes me think that she could maybe da 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 Like, no, we just have to tell them, right? We are not going to get as much one-on-one like connection with them probably. And so we have to be willing to say the thing publicly more often. And I think that that can be really hard for people again, because it's like, we kind of want it to be the same. We want it to be like, well, my results have, or my client results have always spoke for themselves. So that will just do the same thing. Mm, not really. Like I have a lot of clients that have large group offers, you know, have maybe 30 plus people in a mastermind, thousands of people in a course, and they have really, really great client testimonials. And we use those all of the time. We use those client results, but that cannot be the singular thing selling at that level. Like there's always more to it. There's always more to helping people see like why you, why this thing, and we have to be willing to go there. So I think that's a really important part too, because that leads me to my next point, which is obvious. <laughs> I just looked at it and I was like, oh my God, this is so obvious, which is obvious. But important to say is like, you just need so many less people in a one-on-one business, right? When you're selling one-on-one, especially in the way like Robin has, where a lot of her clients just stay with her for a long time, same with me. You just don't have to sell as much, right? Like I have not had to sell that much at a lot of life at all for like years, really. Obviously, when we have a spot open, I let people know that there's a spot open. But honestly, that's informing your audience. That's not selling to your audience, you know? Selling is like a whole different ballgame than just being like, hi, we have a spot open. And so we can get too used to just like not needing to do that as much. But when you're talking about an offer that has an unlimited amount of people coming through it, you always need to be selling, right? Like you never hit an endpoint on that. We're like at a lit up life right now. I often have an endpoint where I'm like, oh, we had a spot. I opened it. Now we won't have one for months. Like, yes, I can like push the wait list, but I like there is like an endpoint to the sale where like if we're talking again, large group program, especially if we're like evergreen style, which is like what I think we're we're talking about with Robin, like you just are never not selling. And so there is a big shift from going to maybe only needing to sell sometimes or to a certain, you know, set number of spots or people to sell all the time. So you have to add urgency in different ways. You have to find new ways to talk about it. You have to, yeah, like the urgency of like there is one spot is tremendous. And one-on-one we're like in a group program that doesn't have a certain amount of people in it, that completely goes away. So we have to find other ways to add excitement, to add urgency, to feel good about talking about the sale all the time because you need volume to make that work, which 
like there's a lot of components that we could come off of that with. For the vast majority of people to fill a one-on-one coaching business, you do not need any type of paid advertising at all whatsoever, because what do you need to do that? 20 people in a year or something? I'm just making that up, obviously, depending on like your, your offerings, but 30 people in a year at the most, right? Like you just don't need paid advertising typically to do that. To grow a program that has like an unlimited number of people moving through it to potentially wanting you know, like I was using other clients as an example, thousands of people going through something. I don't think that's quite where Robin's at, but you get me. Like almost one of the only ways to do that is paid advertising. Like obviously viral content is part of it, but even if you're great, great, great at viral content, like it's still a bit of a hit or miss game. And of course ads are in some ways too, but there's some level of consistency to that based on like how much money you're putting into it. And so that also changes quite a bit too. Like you need volume and you need a consistent way to produce volume. So you either need to get fucking great at content and like really getting reach on your content and, or you need advertising and the people that are selling the most are doing both or paid advertising. The people that are selling the most programs like that are doing both of those things. They're getting really, really great at the content and they're paying for ads. And so I say that to just share that that is the most crucial component of scaling really is like, how do I reach the people? How do I reach more and more people? Again, with this type of offer, right? Obviously I've scaled in a different way, but that's not the point of this conversation. And I think so many people miss that. I think they think, well, if my course is good enough, then that will happen. And that's not It's really if your marketing is good enough. And then yes, you want a great course to back that up because then you get testimonials. You can use that in your marketing, so on and so forth. And also because we just want to be in integrity, duh. But it's not, oh, I just need to pick the right offer, the right course or the right program necessarily. It's I need to get really, really, really good at getting it in front of enough people. And then obviously refine the marketing of that program over time. So yes, of course it needs to like, meet your people's needs. But I think you guys get what I'm saying here is like, you know, if you have a thousand people in your audience, you're not going to make millions off a course yet. You got to go get that audience to grow, to even have the potential there. You know, where so many people will have a thousand people in their audience and be like, I want to have a massive course launch and so much success. And like, if I just pick the right offer, it will do that. And that's really not true. What you really need is a way to get in front of more people. I do think some people do that too prematurely and aren't getting good at converting the audience in front of them. So that's worth noting. But at the end of the day, if you want to take this further and go big with it, those are the pieces that are going to be required. And that's kind of what I wanted to point out here. That is so different than what's required of one-on-one, you know, like, and with one-on-one, like the way you're really going to quote unquote scale that is either raise your prices considerably or do revenue share like I do. Most people don't want to do revenue share from what I can tell from a provider perspective. I think a lot of people love that from a client perspective. And there's only like so much that people are going to continue raising their rates, which is why a lot of people move to larger offers or because they don't want to be on one-on-one calls. And so then the way to scale that is totally different, right? It's volume, it's people, it's reach, you know? So I think it's important to say that because it really does become a bit of a different game you're playing there. And I think a lot of people aren't 
seeing it as that. They're not like, they're just like, oh, okay, I did one-on-one well and now I go do this group offer and, you know, people will come. I'm not saying Robin's saying that at all. I just think that's like the normal kind of thought process in our industry. And we think it's really the same. You know, we think like, well, this has already worked, so I'll just go do this. And what I really wanted to highlight in this episode is some of it's the same. And some of what you learn in doing one-on-one is what you will leverage in taking it further. But a lot of it's quite different. You really have to kind of rework your mindset around a lot of these things, around picking such a specific focus or, you know, niche or client around how you're going to build relationships, around how fully you need to market yourself, around the focus being on reach and people and numbers, right? The last piece to this, which I think obviously, you know, both have elements of, is really, really studying your numbers and what's working. You guys know I'm a data person, so take it for what take that for what it's worth, but it really, really becomes, I mean, the the most important piece when you're going beyond one-on-one. I certainly recommend looking at your data, you know, as soon as you're selling one-on-one services because I think it will tell you so, so, so much. But you can kind of get away with that more, right? Like you can get away with, you know, I'm just going to get on sales calls with people and see where that goes and not even know my own conversion rate. I'm like, I could still book out. When we're talking larger programs, like the people that are really scaling big group offers, courses, that kind of thing, they are looking at every single step in that funnel and refining every single piece. Like you have to become like a detective in your own business to a certain extent to see what's working, what's not. Like, because with one-on-one, you're learning so much from just kind of being in it. Like you're, you were the one on the call or you were the one in the follow-up emails, right? And you just kind of naturally learn and digest the information in that way. Where when we're talking like a bigger thing, you're not having sales calls. You're not sending personal emails. Like you have an email sequence and a sales page that's doing that for you. So you have to go learn from what that's telling you. How is your email sequence performing? How's your sales page performing? Even, even back From that, how are people getting in your sequence? How are they getting on your sales page, right? Like I could get on a a sales call for one-on-one and someone would be like, oh, Lise, I found you on your podcast through this, this, and this. And so again, like this information is kind of coming organically and I'm digesting it. Again, I think it's really helpful to have data behind that too. But beyond that, you're just not getting that organic information in the same way. So you have to get it through your data. Part of scaling further, again, beyond one-on-one into a larger group offer is being excited about studying that and looking at that because that really becomes such an important part. I think it is incredibly difficult, especially at this time in business, at this time in the online space to actually grow and scale without doing that. And I know that I'm a data person, I have a data course, so it's quite rich for me to say that, but truly like when I talk to people that I see having massive success with this. When I look at peers, friends, clients, like they are starting to drill down on this in a way that they never have before if they're scaling these offers because it's absolutely so crucial. And so I just wanted to say that too, because I think it's one of those things where if you haven't had to do that for one-on-one, it's easy to assume you won't have to do that for a larger offer, but that changes so considerably. And it's really important that you're kind of willing to change with it. So 
I hope that helps. I hope that just kind of gives us a level set and a way to see, okay, this is why we might be going in certain directions with Robin. That may or may not be right for you, but it is going to look like quite a big shift from how Robin has operated up to this point. And again, I've really seen that so much personally now having two businesses, one that is very much like one-on-one services don't need to do it in a certain way. And one that is an unlimited quote unquote, you know, people scalable, again, quote unquote course, how I operate and how I need to function and what I need to do in each of those businesses is quite different. And I've had to just rework a lot of my thinking and the way I operate based on what business I'm at and where. And so I thought it would be really helpful to make sure you guys had that kind of perspective too. Not because you have two businesses. I don't necessarily recommend <laughs> recommend that, especially out of the gate. But because as you listen to this season, I want you to have really good discernment of what might be a good fit for you, what might not be, and what the why might be behind all of that. So I hope this was really helpful. I'm so excited to take you guys through the rest of this season. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. Your precious earbud time means the world to me. And I'm incredibly grateful that you chose to spend it with this podcast. Your feedback is not only valuable, but essential to me on this journey. So if you've enjoyed the podcast and found it beneficial, please take a moment to leave a review. And here's the best part. To express my gratitude, I'll select one lucky reviewer each month to receive my ultimate mini course to maximizing results in one-on-one coaching. If you want to be an in-demand coach who's known for creating those epic results and getting epic results in your own business because of it, then this course is for you and you can grab the first module of it for free right now at alitoflife.com forward slash mini course.